and welcome to our Zoom meditation meeting for the new moon which falls within the influence of Libra. In this monthly cycle of the lower interlude of poised waiting and inner reception, collections of earlier impressions can filter through, enhancing our understanding of the divine plan. And this pause occurs before a new cycle of moving inward and it strengthens our higher alignment to search within the world of energies which underlie the events and phenomena of the three worlds. These energies have been described as being of the greatest diversity and complexity but all of them move and work under the law of cause and effect. So this practical definition clarifies its relevance to the life of the aspirant, to community life and world affairs, or to the immediate conditioning levels of experimental spiritual energies which are constantly seeking impact upon or contact with the world of phenomena. This they do under spiritual direction in order to implement the plan. So this statement is foundational in its importance. All other definitions are implicit in it, we are told. And it's the first important truth about esotericism, which must be learnt and applied by each aspirant to the mystery. And the universality of that which moves the worlds and underlies the evolutionary process. How beautiful it is to reflect on that which moves the worlds. And these include the seven ray energies, which we know are embodied in the seven sacred planets and are represented on our earth by the seven spirits before the throne of God. Such thoughts of thrones and principalities have been very much to the fore recently, following the passing of the Queen here in the United Kingdom over the full moon of Virgo. The loss of her unifying presence was mourned by many people around the world, regardless of whether they support the monarchy or not. The influence of the seventh ray of ceremonial order was fully displayed in London as the processions and services were enacted with perfect rhythmic timing, dignity and solemnity. It soon became apparent that they were more than an archaic reenactment of past rituals, seemingly so out of keeping with modern day living. seemed to pause.
pause en masse to reflect upon this great life, the mother of a nation who knew her people so well and whose love of the Commonwealth held that community together during her 70-year reign. The deep loss felt by the general public of her unifying presence was especially evident in those who queued for long hours to experience the silent vigil around her coffin. So this event was a significant interlude in the national life and many experienced a shared community with others as they mourned the loss of someone who was a moral and deeply religious force whose healing presence has been with us for most of us for over a lifetime and whose words and influence were known and heard around the world. The motto of the London Planetary Centre, I Serve, was embodied in one person it seems. period was the universal appeal, not just of the ritual and pageantry, but that there was a hunger to celebrate something good, an exemplary life led by discipleship tenets of discipline, duty and dharma. So what the future holds for the monarchy is of course uncertain and no doubt its continuing purpose will be questioned. The relationship of the monarchy to its peoples has changed enormously over the centuries and now provides a largely symbolic head of state. Nevertheless, it carries this potential to be a needed point of steadfastness, of expressed sacrifice in service with the potential to tap into the soul of a nation in a way that most political systems do not. It represents an ethical balancing force in an ever-changing world and many monarchs in Europe, for instance, still provide that role. Beyond this, it seems that nations and humanity itself are faced with determining choices as to their next step ahead in working together to save the world. The recent United Nations meetings brought world leaders together at a crucial time when relations between East and West are so strained and exacerbated by the dangerous escalation of war in Europe, which has been a contributing factor to the serious energy and cost of living crises. The future of humanity is being determined by this ability to think and act beyond national interests. And at such times as these, one reflects on how difficult it is to reach a consensus in settings like the UN. Supporting the UN is the spiritual hierarchy of illumined lives whose ideas and influence 
represent the rule of spiritual law and they stand ready to bring this about but require human sensitivity and preparedness to register and receive them. The hierarchy is a divine autocracy with a natural order of consciousness where leadership is determined by the degree of love and power that an individual being is capable of wielding. Consensus reigns in this context from the point of view that each individual knows his or her part and works with intention for the plan and purpose. So in some respects then, the modern British monarchy embraces the spirit of national identity, constitutional order and continuity, attempting to uphold the highest values to keep a democratic society together as one, although of course not always succeeding. And the choices which confront us all individually and in our group service can be seen in the light of the subtle differences in approach when viewed through the emotions or intellect, in contrast to choices made through the lens of the intuition. It's as if the personality makes decisions in a deep valley, unaware of its wider implications, in contrast to the soul, which, having the benefit of an elevated perspective, has clearer and more holistic vision and therefore chooses more wisely. So we know from our own life experience how the choices seem to pile up to a crisis point and then have to be dealt with. We can put them on one side for a while, but events will then eventually overtake us. And this polarised and dysfunctional aspects of today's world make it difficult to think of any field not affected by those holding on to an obsolete past way of thinking and those who are beginning to see through that to a more freely functioning future beyond the blinding illusions. An example of the latter is Gerald Senehy a cultural change agent and founder of the Open Future Institute who inspires his audiences to be open to question their ideas and beliefs. He encourages an act of questioning and development of shared values, beliefs and worldviews. And being an experimentalist, he also convenes evolutionary salons to explore questions of human purpose and potential. He summed up the situation before humanity so well when he said, in order, to, in order for things to move forward towards higher levels of order, beauty and goodness, consciousness must continue to evolve. As consciousness evolves through us, our very real preferences about life and the choices we make shift, and there emerge new values, worldviews, 
preferences and ways of being. As this happens among different individuals, these external changes in values, worldviews, preferences and ways of being are a reflection of the evolution of culture. As the interior of the universe evolves, he said, so does the exterior. So encouraging, it is encouraging that the new group of world servers whose work we strengthen in our group meditation this evening continues to flourish and illumine the way forward in the creation of this new world. And one of its key objectives of this group, who in their subjective work are releasing agents, is to work in these interludes to keep the plan progressing. The cycle of excessive activity we have experienced seems to be beginning to slow strengthening the work of reflective thought and soul activity, an interlude where mind and brain vibrate in unison with the soul as it seeks in meditation deep to communicate with its reflection. In so doing, we play our part in tipping the balance towards creating a world of mystery, vision, and one which lives according to spiritual laws of love and service. So we'll go into our meditation now. servers. reach and encourage them. place as a group 
within the heart centre of the new group of world servers. Mentally extend a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart centre, to the Christ, the heart of love within the hierarchy, and towards Shambhala, where the will of God is known. for a few moments on the planetary role of the new group of world servers mediating between hierarchy and humanity responding to hierarchical impression and me meditating the plan into existence
impression and expression of certain great ideas, humanity must be brought to the understanding of the fundamental ideas which will govern the new age. This is the major task of the new group of world service.
world through members of the new group of world servers so building the thought form of solution to world problems We visualize the irradiation of human consciousness with light and love and power from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the centre where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little human wills, the purpose which the Masters know and serve. From the centre which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light 
and love and power. Restore the plan on earth. Well, thank you everyone for joining us this evening. Um, as you'll see on the, on the PowerPoint before you, um, the next new moon, in fact, is the annual World Goodwill Seminar, which will be a Zoom event taking place on Saturday, the 29th of October at two o'clock. And there'll be presentations and discussions on the theme, In Search of a New Culture, Perspectives on Human Flourishing. So we hope you can join us and we'll be sending details out soon. Good evening and thanks for joining. <laughs>